again, everybody, and welcome to the Punch Sport Podcast. I am the Goog. With me tonight, we have Hulkamat. I'm being paid $375.23 for this particular episode. That's quite a bit more than I make. We also have MRT. Hulkamat ruined my day so that I could be here. Thank him. You're getting paid $30. Well, he also ruined KFG's day because in order to finance your raise, we had to cut KFG from the show. So maybe KFG will be back next week. But for now, we're going to jump into the 10 count. And as always, if you have questions for us, you can email them to punchsportpodcast at gmail.com or you can send them to us via Twitter to at punchsportpod. Topic number one is about the WWE World Heavyweight title situation. And it's, it's kind of bullshit right now, if you ask me. Daniel Bryan has a fairly serious neck injury. He's out for anywhere between six weeks and forever, depending on how his surgery went and how his rehab goes and all of that. And he's still the WWE champion. And Stephanie McMahon has a very logical point in wanting him to vacate the title. And Daniel Bryan's reason for not vacating it, not vacating it is basically, I go wanna. That's your I agree sh- with the Goog. He should vacate that title. They should give it to Kane. They should have a. They should have had a little four-man tournament to crown an interim champion. Why? Because they shouldn't be without a champion for two months again. When was the last time they were without a champion for two months? Last year. Last fall. Six months ago. Ten months. That was their own booking. Yeah. This is a legitimate injury to a guy who just won the title. And listen, he wouldn't have had this injury if his bosses didn't put a hit out on him, which is illegal, by the way. Mm-hmm. And he okay. has he has he has a point. He shouldn't he shouldn't have to vacate his title because someone put an illegal hit out on him. It is illegal. And uh, the Goog, um, would this interim title mean anything? Would mean more than a vacated title. Would it mean more than a non-vacated title that will probably not need to uh, be vacated for more than a few more weeks? You're going to have at least one and probably two pay-per-views with no champions match. It doesn't look like it's going to be two pay-per-views. He's going to be back for the pay-per-view at the end of June. It looks like it. What is the pay-per-view at the end of June, by the way? Hard justice. Money in the bank, I think. No, Money in the Bank's in the July. Oh, well, shit, I don't know. I, I didn't even know there was a pay-per-view at the end of June until I heard w, until I heard Dave Meltzer go off about it. But and okay. um, June 29th is Money, in the, Money bank, in the Bank, and they moved Battleground to July. Mm-hmm. So Daniel Bryan is not wrestling at Payback Sunday, and the thinking is he'll be back for Money in the Bank. Looks like it. They put him on some house shows in that period of time. Well... If he's definitely back for money in the bank, I guess it's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, they they would have had to strip CM Punk, you know, or crown an interim champion when he missed that pay-per-view. Uh, CM Punk was definitely only out for a few weeks, and they had another world champion. More like one week. <laughs> yeah, and he, he was never a non-presence on Raw. He was... He was better than Daniel Bryan is now. Listen, was... Bryan missed one Raw. <laughs> Bryan missed one Raw. Bryan's missed as many Raws as there as he's been on since WrestleMania. Yeah, he, mi- he missed those first days. His fucking honeymoon. 
because of his I'm injury. I'm not saying he doesn't have good reason. Wrong. I'm just saying as a fan, as a guy who likes seeing Daniel Bryan talk and wrestle and be interesting, there has been precious little of that in the past two months. Listen, Daniel Bryan, you can watch Daniel Bryan weekly on Total Divas every Sunday. I said be interesting. This is like saying they should DFA Stephen Drew because he's down in the minors right now, and I didn't see him all spring. Where has he been? I was opposed to signing Stephen Drew at the time they signed Stephen Drew. Why? Your infield is horrible. It's a lost season. It's a, so it's not like he, See, Stephen Drew's not going to be back for another three weeks. So he's going to have what? Exactly. That's bad. That's because your team is an idiot. And in this yeah. case, the WWE was an idiot by booking Brian stupidly. Yeah. And you can't put the blame on him for missing an entire one raw I don't put the blame on him for taking a week off for his honeymoon. No, no, no. Due to his injury. I don't put the blame on him for getting it. But you want an interim champion because he's barely been on Raw since WrestleMania. I want an interim champion because we have no proof that he's going to be on Money in the Bank. They they booked him for house shows at that that time. They booked AJ Lee for this European tour. With AJ Lee, she then decided to get married. And AJ Lee isn't the champion of the company. She was until she decided to get married. AJ Lee was not the champion of the company. You are confusing her with another vanilla midget. Hi, kitty cat. Again, what would what would having an interim champion accomplish? If Daniel Bryan, in a worst case scenario where Daniel Bryan is out until Battleground or SummerSlam, having an interim champion would create a reason to have compelling main event singles matches. And who would you put in these compelling main event singles matches right now? John Cena, Bray Wyatt, Sheamus, Cesaro, Triple H. I just rattled off five guys. So you would change plans right in the middle of this stupid Cena-Wyatt feud. You don't have to change plans in the middle of the feud to give them a, to give them another match. So you would just, you know, have this interim title thing be this ma- meaningless thing in the middle of their feud. Right right now it doesn't make any sense to throw in an interim t- title because everyone is busy. Even if everyone is busy with stupid bullshit, if you just kind of like right now it probably doesn't make sense. 3 weeks ago it made sense when they knew he was hurt. Like three weeks ago, they could have said, okay, you're hurt. Go get healthy. We're going to take the belt off of you. The We're going to – Two weeks ago. Okay, fine. Two weeks ago. And two weeks ago, all of this shit was already set in motion. But two weeks ago, they could have said, okay, Brian's hurt. We're going to take the title off of him. We're going to use the next few Raws to do a little mini tournament so that at payback, the John Cena-Bray Wyatt match, which is going to be the blow-off to their feud most likely, is going to be for this interim title. And then somebody- Wait, 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 wait. Are they taking the title off of him or is it an interim title? They're stripping him of the title. Then it's not an interim title. And that's completely retarded. Stripping Whatever. him of the title is completely retarded. <laughs> what what does it accomplish for the company to strip him Having of the a title? Champion. 
Who needs a champion that means nothing to further devalue a belt that is barely only meaning something because people how is a belt like the guy who has the, the guy title can for hold it and not defend it for two months at least and again we don't know it's two months in this case at least the fans want to see him not drop the title for bullshit reasons they just want to see him defend it when he gets back because it's not like he gets back which might be in july or could but right now it looks like it will be in late june if he doesn't get back until july then what they can do or august then after this pay-per-view when you've blown off all of the stupid storylines that are going on you can then put those people into an interim title picture without stripping Brian so that when he comes back, he's the real champion facing the interim champion for the undisputed championship. Yeah. Instead of just stripping him and going, that's it. You your, your, your WrestleMania, you know, moment kind of meant nothing. We're just taking the belt off you a few weeks later because, you know, you're in whatever you want to call it. What you what you could have done is build a program where Brian still has a claim to the title, but there is an interim champion and you crown that champion at payback. And then that champion defends it at Money in the Bank and Battleground. And then the main event of SummerSlam is that interim champion versus the real the quote unquote real champion, Daniel Bryan, to unite the titles but by the time you already knew or by the time we we or they knew that brian was going to need surgery they had already set in motion all of this dumb bullshit for payback so doing that at payback would make no sense it would not help money in the bank if brian gets back for that pay-per-view because then you've just had an interim champion for three weeks. Well, at that point, you keep Brian away until SummerSlam, even if he's so, healthy. So so because he's healthy, you're going to hurt your next few pay-per-views to build up an interim championship that means nothing. You're going to hurt – are you going to hurt your house shows by keeping him off them? You're going to hurt your TV by keeping him from wrestling on that? Just to build up this stupid interim championship that means nothing and isn't really helping anything because you can already put all of these stupid idiots in these stupid storylines in other storylines that mean something without doing this dumb interim title tournament that means nothing? To keep a guy sitting at home and let him rest and recuperate and for once in WWE's existence not hurry back at the fastest opportunity because they have a paper-thin roster and they need a guy to actually let him get home and get some rest for a few months? Yeah. But who says he's actually going to be rushed back? If his recovery time is history six weeks, then why shouldn't he come back after six weeks? What's the harm in turning six weeks into three months? Are you saying this is... The harm is that you kill Brian's momentum. You hurt the Does whole Does this not company. kill his momentum? It doesn't kill his momentum if he's off one pay-per-view. The Rock coming back and challenging CM Punk for his title wasn't hurt because Punk missed one pay-per-view. We still don't. Nothing has been hurt because a champion missed one pay per view. We still don't Hulk have Hogan's any fucking bullshit reign in 1997. Wasn't hurt because he didn't defend his title for six months. People were still really excited to see Lex Luger challenge him for it, <laughs> even really though he had to defend the fucking. Are what? you really comparing the WWE title picture right now to WCW's in 1997? 
there aren't a ton of examples of a champion who didn't defend for a few months in the uh, you know in recent memory. But in the times where the champion hasn't defended his title or hasn't been around for you know a month or two, it didn't make any difference. An interim title would be meaningless, meaningless. So it's stupid to hold the guy off who's healthy and people want to see and improve Daniel the quality Bryan of isn't their healthy show. now. You're only just assuming that he will be by the end of June. You are the dumbass who said, if he's healthy after money in the bank, let's just hold him off for two more months because we've just established this interim title and build it up for SummerSlam. If he's healthy after money in the bank, then he's healthy in July. And if he's only getting healthy in July, then you're only only holding him off for one month. You said – my my scenario was, okay, so you create this – my interpretation of your scenario is you wanted to create this interim title at payback. But the most likely scenario is Brian is back at Money in the Bank. Did they know two weeks ago that it was the most likely scenario that he was back at Money in the Bank? It's always been the most likely scenario that he would be back for that pay-per-view. They've been assuming that he would be back for that pay-per-view. There's a difference between assuming he'd be back and that actually being likely. They wanted to wait until after he had his surgery to see what what happened. And after that, they booked him on all of these fucking house shows for late June and early July, meaning that after he had this surgery, their assumption was true, and the most likely scenario was he would be back for money in the bank. And even if he wasn't, it's not like his fucking title match with Kane will add anything to that show, and you should even strip him if he's going to miss two pay-per-views. But your entire scenario was, well, you know, you do the interim title tournament at payback, And then he faces the champion when he gets back. Well, he would be getting back at Money in the Bank. So then you said, well, no, 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 let's hold him off till SummerSlam, which would be completely idiotic. Completely idiotic. Because if the guy doesn't need to rest and be at home, he's only going to be miserable. Are you telling me that he doesn't have a single nagging injury, a single little thing that might be hurting him a little tiny bit that could get better with a couple months of rest that Who he wouldn't otherwise get. That he needs to rest when he doesn't want to. At the time when he is hottest, at the time when he has a chance to break through and become a real star, a chance what, to be become... two months ago now. What? He was hottest right before WrestleMania. He's not as hot now as he was going into WrestleMania. He might not be as hot at this very second, but this period is the part of his career where he has been at his hottest. And if you keep him off TV for months and you take the titles off of him or you just, you know, make someone else the champion, put the focus on someone else. It's completely stupid because you're cooling off this guy who people want to see and who wants to be on television for no reason. Because you don't know if he has any nagging injuries that require more than six weeks of rest. This is more rest he's gotten in ages. You don't know what this guy wants. 
All we know is that he really likes to wrestle, and the company could really use him on these shows right now. So creating a scenario where you're holding him off TV for no reason, when their house show business needs him, when their TV needs him, and when their pay-per-views, you know what? They really need him because their network is doing pretty shitty, and if you're giving people no reason to sign up for it, well, their stock is going to tank even more in August when the next number comes out and it turns out no one is signing up for this fucking network because the pay-per-views are a giant shit show with no one anyone cares about on them and how does not having title matches on pay-per-views help that because no one cares about an interim title that has never existed before in wrestling you could create it and no one would care. It would just be a thing that's on your show. You could instead try and book some feuds that, I don't know, have some heat behind them and not fuck them up. Like, well, the we've Bray clearly seen they can't do that. Head. Well, then what's the point of doing the title? If they can't do anything right, there's no point in doing the title because they can't do it right. So they're only going to hurt the championship more by creating this interim title. That would actually probably need to be handled delicately to not damage the credibility that is barely in existence of the regular title. Okay, fair point. Topic number two. Topic number two. WWE sucks right Hey. <laughs> hey, Matt. I haven't spoken for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> and I got something to say. All right. Doesn't fucking matter. Okay. <laughs> so topic number two, we've talked at length about how the WWE title picture is bullshit, but uh, WWE is pretty bullshit. Just in general. Wait, what? I mean, am I the Flashback? only one? What? That's how you started topic number one. <laughs> We talked about how the title is bullshit, and we spent a lot of time talking about how the title is bullshit, but now I kind of want to expand that a little bit and just say, am I the only one who doesn't remember why he watches Raw every week for the last month it's, and a half it, or so? It's been pretty bad for the last uh, few weeks. That's... Ever since WrestleMania. Um, like, yeah. the stuff with Evolution and the Shield started well, and then they've done the same thing every week for uh, two Sh Shield and Evolution is fine, but... Um, how uh, how much can you do the same angle over and over again? Yeah. But uh, everything else on this show is pretty hard to watch lately. At least I feel that way. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I'm excited for the idea of Sheamus versus Cesaro. That should be a fun match. But I have zero faith that Cesaro will win in a convincing fashion, which is what should happen. And I kind of don't care at all about really anything else. I mean, when Bray Wyatt takes a microphone, good things happen. When yeah, Bad News Barrett takes a microphone, good things happen. Bray, Wyatt, Bray Wyatt hasn't even been fun to listen to lately. Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt cut a really good promo. Listen, last. if I have to hear he's got the whole world in his hands one more fucking time. That is overplayed. I am going to fucking throw my television out the window. And I don't care about the the person at the prom or all this other stupid bullshit. Talk about wrestling. What happened to the child? The child that scared John Cena. He went back to bad idea hell, which is where he should have stayed. But this feud is in bad idea hell right now. Yeah. 
Also, apparently, John Cena is a bully who is bullying the three giant men who have been bullying him for months. Apparently, the three giant men, none of whom pose any threat to him whatsoever, who are just jokes and geeks who need to be dispatched. It's real bad. It's real bad. Well, what Anything else involving there? Rob Van Dam is real bad. RVD, I, I don't need to watch RVD. Rob Van Dam is so fucking bad, and he's ruining two of my favorite guys. Who, who's he ruining? Cesaro and Bad News Barrett. Listen, how's he ruining Bad News Barrett? Bad News Barrett. He's going to have a bad match with Bad News Barrett on pay per view. You don't know that. Bad News Barrett could probably just give him the bullhammer. Rob Van Dam is bad, and Bad News Barrett is not good enough to carry a bad wrestler to a oh, good match. Wow, you're insulting Wade Barrett. Now you're really yeah. on the products. I like Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett is. Wade Barrett is fine in the ring. He is not good enough to get a really good match out of Rob Van Dam. Listen, Wade Barrett's better than this Daniel Bryan fellow. He's going to be the real breakout star of NXT. Okay. <laughs> okay, come on now. <laughs> but, like, God, there's so much Rob Van Dam and I hate it. That uh, might just be it, that there's so much fucking Rob Van Dam I that think he's he, through to everything. They're trying really hard to appease him, I think, because I know he Why wasn't a... Mysterio f- be getting all the shit Rob Van Dam gets? It's Ray he hurt his hand. He hurt his hand? Yeah, his hand is, is injured. Fuck. That's Ray. And Christian's still dealing with his concussion, isn't he? Christian well, if you, listened, if you listened to the conference call for NXT... Dave Meltzer clearly asked Triple H, can you give us an update on Christian and Rey Mysterio? And he said, I'm talking to Christian tomorrow, and Rey, I don't know. Like, and imagine, that, if, imagine and then, if every segment Rob Van Dam was in for the last two months, Christian was in instead. And then Dave asked Triple H, can you give us an update on Kenta Kobayashi and Fergal Devitt? And Triple H went, who? <laughs> and then Dave was like, Kenta from Pro Wrestling and Triple H was like, ha ha ha, that was a joke. No uh, comment. <laughs> so what were we talking about, Raw? This is, we were this talking is about gross. WWE and this how it's bad. This is, this is off the fucking rails. You're the host. Get some structure. So before WWE is bad. So before Hulkamat interrupted me seven times. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. I wanted to say that... I don't understand what's going on with Raw when Bad News Barrett is probably the most entertaining thing about the fucking show. Yeah. Bad News Barrett is really good, but he shouldn't be the most entertaining thing. He is, and that's a problem. Like this- You heard it here, folks. Bad News Barrett, be less entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I, the fucking... the Someone in the back, probably Vince, loves... Torito and Hornswoggle's feud because they keep getting screen time and it was cute and it was funny and then they had the WLC and that should have been the end of it but it wasn't. And, oh my god. That's not even it. It's like there's nothing on this show right now outside of Shield and Evolution that's... And Alicia Fox. Like if if you were going to make a list uh, you know of what? Hold on. things in WWE right now, Alicia <laughs> Fox would be in the top five. And Alicia Fox is terrible. Alicia Fox like in the top three, actually. <laughs> Best I, I, things in WWE right now. Bad News Barrett, Paul Heyman. Um, you say Paul Heyman. Like, I guess Paul Heyman. Paul, Paul Heyman. Heyman. Alicia Paul Fox. Paul Heyman still. 
Paul, it's just like Cesaro is coasting. Like Paul Cesaro, Hames- Cesaro is stuck in that uh, in that horrible place where he's an upper mid card heel who they like, but of course they don't like enough to have him beat anybody. So he goes nowhere. He's in the Chris Masters position. Pretty much. Actually, no, he, he's not in the Chris Masters. No, that's not true because Chris Masters beat Shawn fucking Michaels. Well, no, it's not true because he, he is beating people and they are trying to keep him looking strong. It's not like he's losing all the time. But It's not like he's losing, but he hasn't won clean in forever. He just beat someone with a German suplex. Who? What did he beat with a German suplex on Monday? Wasn't it Seamus? Yeah. No, it wasn't Seamus. No. No, Seamus ran down and kicked his ass. Uh, and then he kicks his ass later. And they're both in different matches, I think. I don't, I don't care. Raw's stupid. Raw's been I don't even know what day this is. I don't know what day it is either. <laughs> I thought today was NXT, and I went to check the network to be like, okay, we got to watch NXT soon. Let's see what time. No, NXT is tomorrow. Do we want to talk about that at all? I don't care. No, I don't give a sh- Wait, what's on that card? Uh, Wait. Without looking, I'm going to say. No, Adrian don't. Adrian Neville is defending the world title against TJ Hooker. Kid. Sami Zayn is facing Tyler Breeze to determine the number one contender to the NXT title. And Charlotte is facing Natalia for the NXT women's title. Wait, who's Sami Zayn facing? Tyler Breeze. Wow. Because NXT's roster is suddenly so thin that Tyler fucking Breeze is a main eventer. Ugh. Yeah. Do we want to devote a topic to how much the recent NXT call-ups all suck? Because they're part of the problem. <laughs> wow. Rusev okay. sucks. He does not suck. Rus- Rusev's fine. Rusev is awful. I get very happy when Lana comes out. Yes. That has nothing to do with Rusev. And that, yeah, well, she comes out and she cuts her promo and... She says her promos are terrible, by the way. Her promos are, are ba- she she really likes Putin, and she tells Rusev to come out, and then Rusev crushes, and it's fine. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's bad. Did you see Zack Ryder's tweet? That was the most entertaining part of Raw. <laughs> Zack Ryder tweeting, "Sorry, America," was yeah. funny. Um, but we could we could talk about the recent NXT call-ups, I guess, because there's been a lot of them where. They basically, oh, by the way, Adam Rose does go on a best things about Raw list. No, he doesn't. Yes, he but does. He really doesn't. But Raw is bad. Raw's bad. He doesn't go on the best. But Come up with four better things than Adam Rose on Raw right now. Listen, we've said Alicia Fox. We've okay, said Alicia Fox, Bad News Barrett, Cesaro and Paul Heyman, and... The Shield. Okay. There you go. But you can't come up with a fifth. That was a fifth. No. The Shield. Th- th- listen, this thing's way off the fucking rails, and you need to get it back on track, mister. <laughs> <laughs> Topic number three, all of the NXT guys suck. Go. Okay, who do we got? We got Adam Rose. I like Adam, I don't, uh, I Adam, like Adam Rose. Rose. can kind of wrestle, and his gimmick is entertaining enough, but he isn't over. I, I actually think his wrestling has been pretty weak, but I, I like his gimmick. Bo Dallas. I like Bo Dallas, but he isn't over, and he's not going to get over. Bo Dallas in his belly. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna wait. Shane Bo Dallas. Rusev, who is fine. Rusev's garbage. What are you basing this on? You know Watching what? Watching him wrestle. You know what? 
If I had to rank things in terms of entertainment value on this week's Raw, I would put Rusev at like the third most entertaining thing when <laughs> he uh, got kicked out of the ring by Big E. Big E was really good, and I guess Rusev did a fine job. Big E's really good. I like Big E. He's not going anywhere. He's no longer well, they've over. Given, they've practically given up on Big E. They He's have. going somewhere. Down. He's going underneath the boot of the Bulgarian brute. No, he's not. The Bulgarian brute doesn't wear boots. And he's Russian now. So um, he is no, he is Bulgarian currently living in Russia. He's going under the foot of the Bulgarian expatriate living in Russia. There's Emma and Paige who they both who they brought up both with real they clearly wanted to do something with Paige, so they gave her the belt. They didn't want to do anything with Emma except try and What get, did they want to do with Paige? Give her the belt. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. That's they, they, it. They were okay. like, she's good, let's give her the belt. Well, and they knew they had to do something with Paige, so they figured, let's give her the belt. With Emma, they needed to do something with Santino because he's popular and they had nothing to do with him, so they said, let's give him Emma. Okay. But since they gave Paige the belt, Paige's gimmick has been gets her ass kicked but wins. Well, they, they love doing things like that. It's, it's just it gets back and sometimes to the same, loses. it gets back to the same problem I mentioned with Cesaro. They like people, but they heaven forbid they like them enough to actually book them in a way so as to get them over. God forbid. Please don't bring God into this. <laughs> He's a no show. There was an article about this like two weeks ago, three weeks ago on uh, I think Voices of Wrestling, where they were talking about is the NXT developmental system failing the WWE, and there was no. A, that, well, the, 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 the more I understand the note of that, but it's more based on they're giving them gimmicks, they're coming to TV, and they're not translating on TV. Part of the problem is that they have gimmicks that get over in front of the same 400 people every week, but won't get over in front of a different 15,000 people every week. A bigger part of the problem is that WWE sucks. Uh, well, NXT is basically an indie promotion. There's a difference between a gimmick like El Generico, which is relatable and can a, a gimmick like El Generico, I think, would get over on the big stage. Oh, a too. gimmick like Adam Rose or a gimmick like Tyler. Well, that, that, those have those have no. Wait, legs. wait, wait. What's more relatable than wh- wh- why is fake Mexican more relatable than <laughs> guy who likes to party? <laughs> guy who likes to party is like relatable. Party. Russell Brand is not. Listen, have you listened to a pop song within the last twenty years? It's all about partying. It's totally relatable. <sighs> there are a lot of Mexicans though, who are really. What do you fake. think Rebecca Black was doing on Fridays? Do you think that song was such a hit because she was going to see a fake Mexican, or because she was going to party and get down on Friday? Because she night? wasn't partying and getting down with a bad Russell Brand impersonator. I don't think he's a bad impersonator. I think he's very good at playing his gimmick. That's true, actually. So then why it's just that his gimmick is not going to get over. Why a not? lot of these gimmicks don't ha- aren't going to have many legs. Why not? I mean, I, I, have, I haven't seen anything in his gimmick like, I don't know, blowing out an electric lantern that <laughs> you know precludes him from getting over. If he were going around blowing out electric lanterns, then we would know he has no chance of getting over. But- his gimmick is predicated on a crowd singing along to a song that you have to hear like ten times to figure out how to sing along to. 
Really? Maybe three times. Oh, 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 oh. Whoa, oh, 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 oh. That, that thing was stuck in my head the first time I <laughs> the only The only problem I have with that song is I think it should probably start out with that. Yes, absolutely. The fucking Egyptian or whatever thing, the intro they have to start isn't good. And also they need like ten times as many party members because it just looks like a short party. Doesn't I, look- I, I think they could use a few more uh, a few more people in the crew. Not even few more. I'm talking ten. I want fucking people all over that goddamn ramp. I we want can't do Occupy over- Raw every week. Uh, no, I, I want more than that. Those people got to be jumping up and down and filling up all the space. Cameramen can have no room. Like they're they're clear. Like they have to force their way through this party because there's just so much farting going on. I don't want to see Michael Cole jumping out of his chair, going, "Come on, guys, come on!" With everyone sitting yeah, in their seats behind be, him. That's, that's embarrassing. That is. <laughs> and I think they should stay at ringside for his matches, and they should party when he hits like a spot. Like yes. basically like Sin Cara's lights, except instead of no. the lights, no. it's just people partying Sin Cara's all the time. Lights were terrible. Well, uh, don't compare this. Don't compare anything to Sin Cara if you want it to get over. Oh god! Actually, but, Sin Cara won matches. He did. So. He didn't win recently. No, because it's and he was co- so bad it didn't matter. He was fine. I am going to defend Sankara even after being fired. Adam Rose is undefeated. He's in the ring with Chavo. Adam Rose is undefeated. Hashtag the new streak. He's undefeated. But again, I don't think any of these gimmicks have any legs to really advance up the card. Vita Scott will get really mad at you if you appropriate that hashtag. Excuse me? So what? What? Keep going. How can I keep going if you're not paying attention? (laughs) I don't even know what I was saying now. <laughs> None of the NXT gimmicks are going to get over. Well, they're going to get over to a degree, but they're going to also get old very quick. Maybe not Bo Dallas. Maybe Bo. Maybe they'll pair up Bo with Bray, and they can both be creepy together. That would be horrible. They're brothers. So? They naturally have chemistry. And? Like Bray Wyatt will be cut in a promo about his cult. And Bo will be like, you got to believe. And then they'll like have a stare down. It's going to be great. Can Bo Dallas replace Eric Rowan? Topic number three. Topic number four. We should talk about payback because it's happening Sunday. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. This Sunday? This Sunday. Like four days from today. What the fuck's on that card? Well, let's run it down. We've got... I think there's going to be a tag team title match. Do we do we assume that? Usos defending against the Wyatts? I've got the card. Okay. All right. Number one, El Torito versus Hornswoggle in Luchas de Apuetas. Is that how you pronounce it? What? Mask versus hair. Oh, mask versus hair. Uh, Hornswoggle is getting shaved. Hornswoggle's getting shaved. MRT, what do you think? I think the bull is getting shaved. What? You think the bull is getting shaved? Yes, the bull is getting shaved. Okay. Is he going to get another tail shoved up his ass? I don't think his tail was ever up his ass. But they shoved it up his ass on Raw. I don't think it went up his ass. I think he has like a costume. That was clearly what they implied. Remember when Batista took the American flag and stuck it up like Rene Dupree's butt? That was great. 
What else is on this card? All right. We got apparently the second match on the show is Evolution versus The Shield. Okay. I think The Shield is going to win. Shield wins because Batista is leaving. More specifically, I think Roman Reigns is going to be outnumbered 2-1 to one at the end and then eliminate both Triple H and somebody. Oh, yeah, it's a no-holds-barred six-man elimination. It's a no-holds-barred elimination match, so I think Roman Reigns is going to be the last man standing, which will eventually lead to Triple H versus Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is going to be hit with a sledgehammer before the match, and he'll be taken out of the equation. Seth Rollins is going to eliminate uh, Randy Keith Orton, and then Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins are going to be eliminated by... Batista and Triple H, then Roman Reigns will kick their ass. That's pretty much exactly how it should be booked. So, uh... Yeah, Randy Orton, the first one out. It's, like, completely catering to you. Uh, you You're going Shield MRP, I'm guessing? I'm going with Evolution. (gasps) Really? Yes. How come? I think they're going to win. Really? Well, yeah. if they're going to keep the feud would going, the heels mo- should win something. Would you put money on that? Uh, you could put my... Uh, how about this? Would you put your Coleman Cup on the line? I would not put that on the line because that's not actually a Coleman Cup. Oh, what is it? it it's a, an autographed photo of Mark Coleman uh, with his, his face bloodied and beaten after his <laughs> fight with Fedor, uh, <laughs> trying to hug his, his daughters. <laughs> And I need to get to an Ikea. Okay. I have an idea. I just need to get to an Ikea. What? There's just like none around here. There's one near Boston, but I never go buy it anymore. So, uh, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'll put my, uh, my royalties from this episode on the line. So if, uh, if the Shield wins, you keep that money. If Evolution wins, I get double (gasps) my royalties for this episode. Wow. It's a pretty tough talk. All right. I'll I'll take it. Okay. All right. I want triple if Dean Ambrose turns on the shield. I'm not ready to to, uh, go that one. Oh, shit. I forgot about that tease in the magazine. What tease in a magazine? Apparently, in a magazine was released early, a WWE magazine, and it referred to Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns as former partners of Dean Ambrose. Hello. Next on the list is John Cena versus Bray Wyatt in a last man standing match. And Good God, I hope Cena wins. <laughs> I hope so. Since when did we say that? I hope to God Cena wins. We say it. Fairly frequently with John Cena feuds because they've gone on at least a month too long, and you know they're going to end with Cena winning, so let's just hope he wins this one. What if he's defeated? What if what John if Cena. Pigs fly out of my ass. What, what if John Cena can't answer the 10? Then he'll have the worst year of his life, win the Royal Rumble, and demand a rematch with Bray Wyatt, will where be, he will win. Will be, thereby will, winning in the end. Will it be worse than 2020? 2012 was it? Yes. Uh, we'll be He'll wor- get married and divorced. Oh, to Nikki? God, that won't last long. Yeah. 
God, Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan and John Cena will be brother-in-laws, and John Cena just won't be able to stand it. Of his life. I, I can't believe he was just going to be like, I can't believe I was brother-in-law with fucking Daniel Bryan. single belt, except for all the belts he wins. Speaking of which, what a bad basic brother-in-law. He's basically brothers-in-law with Daniel Bryan. He won't even save him. Would you face the demon gain? He's done it before. Would you do anything to help your in-laws? Yeah. <laughs> like, who likes their in-laws? You. <laughs> but he did save Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler is his friend. Okay. No one's there friends with their in-laws. Anyway, I, I'm going to say John Cena wins. Like, in a perfect magical world where people who are new get over, then yeah, Bray Wyatt wins and the feud's over and Bray Wyatt is triumphant. But that's not going to fucking happen. So, Cena wins. John Cena. Next we have, apparently after those two matches, is Bad News Barrett versus Rob Van Dam for the Intercontinental Championship of the World. Match sucks, Bad News Barrett wins, Rob Van Dam goes away. Bad News Barrett loses by disqualification. Oh, because this feud must continue? <laughs> no, mostly because, again, they're trying to appease Rob Van Dam. No, Rob Van Dam is hes like an excessively poor man's Chris Jericho because he's popular and he's a quote-unquote legend, but WWE doesn't really give two shits about him, so they're fine with beating him. And they're going to beat him on this pay-per-view. Just like Chris Jericho. Pretty much. Hey, speaking of which. If Wait, Jer- you can't cut off his answer. I'm going off on a tangent. I'm going to ask a question. We haven't had enough of those on this show. Yeah, well, <laughs> if, if Chris Jericho came from out of nowhere, having not trained at all, to have a match at Payback with Bad News Barrett, would it be better or worse than the match Bad News Barrett is going to have with Rob Van Dam? I think that might be fine. I think it would be good. Because I think no, Chris I Jericho think- is amazing. I think uh, Barrett, Rob Van Dam will be fine. I think you're wrong. Mm. I think think Rob Van Dam is going to hit a rolling thunder. Yeah, probably. I think they'll potato each other a lot and they'll be fine. And he's going to hit a terrible spinning heel kick and a terrible mule kick and and a dozen terrible punches. Does Bad News Barrett get a bloody nose from the spinning kick? Probably. Or a bloody mouth. Yeah. Speaking of bloody mouths, Big E is wrestling. No, he's not. He's not facing Rusev? Nope. Yeah, he is. He's oh. going to face Rusev. God yeah, damn. All right, so that's the next match on this card. Um, Rusev wins. Rusev wins. I have a, re- I have a semi-rhetorical question. Why we do they not only- enough on those shows, these shows. Why do they only properly build monster pushes for guys who suck? Why are you, what do you have against Rusev? I think it's pretty obvious based on the question. Wow, man, I've only seen this guy wrestle two-minute matches, but he's fucking garbage. He's pretty bad. (laughs) He's okay. After that... What about my client, Brock Lesnar? He broke the streak at WrestleMania. He broke the streak at WrestleMania. I don't know if you heard that. They, They gave him a pretty good monster push. Although they didn't do it perfectly. No, they didn't. Actually, he really didn't get mo- like they call him a monster, but it's not like they've treated him like one. I'm not Rock talking. Lesnar, I'm Rock talking about 2002. Oh, 2002. Yeah, that yeah. Was he fucking came in and he powerbombed Rikishi. 
that was great. <laughs> that was also 12 years ago. Actually, no, he came in and he, and he interfered in a hardcore match that didn't involve Rikishi, but he killed Rikishi very soon after that. Yes. Rikishi and then he, then his first, he destroyed. then the first person he, whoever stood up to him was Bubba Ray Dudley. That didn't work out too well for Bubba Ray Dudley. It almost did. He, I was like, Bubba's going to kick his ass. Bringing him back to 2014, Big E is wait, the wait, first wait, person. Before to we go back to 2014, see, I, I'm willing to uh, concede that 2002 was 12 years ago, but <laughs> in my mind, you crossed the line when you pointed out that the Hulk Hogan thing was a long time ago. In my <laughs> world, the Hulk Hogan thing, very relevant to my day-to-day life. <laughs> well, that's true. The Hulk Hogan thing <laughs> for you was yesterday. Life and, and the lives of others than uh, this Monday's Raw. Well, that's probably true. So after Rusev squishes Big E, what's next? Sheamus versus Cesaro. Wait, excuse me. The WWE linear champion Sheamus versus Cesaro. Wait, when did Sheamus become the linear champion? I think he beat Barrett um, by DQ. I thought bad news. I thought Barrett was still the linear champion. No, I think he just lost it. And since when can the linear title change hands uh, on a spoilers, qualification? Spoilers. Spoilers. This is not an insider podcast. We can't just go willy-nilly giving out spoilers for SmackDown. Oh. Oh. Oops. <laughs> okay, so we pizza on SmackDown. All right, so, excuse me. <clears throat> uh, next so, is and Sheamus. Wait, 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 wait. The Goog. You were just saying how they can't give anyone a monster push. They are about to give the linear championship to Cesaro. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. You, you think Cesaro's going to lose to Sheamus? Yes. Why? Really? Because I just said it. He's an upper mid-card heel. Who you, dub- I did say it earlier. He's an upper mid-card heel who WWE claims to like, but will not for the life of them actually push in a way that he gets over. Well, that's why they're going to give him the U.S. title. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not going to have him beat Sheamus. Why not? Why not? Because they like Sheamus more, and Sheamus is a face. I don't think they want Sheamus to have the U.S. title. Neither do I. When's the last time they did something with Sheamus? Battle Royal, where they gave him the U.S. title? Yeah, I think they like Sheamus. I just don't think they want him to have the U.S. title. Yeah, because that thing's a curse. Yeah, I think they want... A self-fulfilling prophecy. I think they're going to put it on uh, Cesaro because they want to push Cesaro. And they think by giving him a title, that'll... Give him a push. Oh, God. And then they'll start to think, he has a title, so he can... So we can beat him... (laughs) Oh, of course, God. he'll be the linear champion. So until somebody beats him, <laughs> Has it, so he'll be the linear champion for a day. So, and then we have our main event: Paige versus Elisa Fox for the WWE Divas Championship of the World. Given the booking, Alicia Fox is probably going to win the belt. She just lost to Emma. So, who the hell loses to Emma? She She's lost to champions. Lost. She lost on the Raw before the pay-per-view. She's going to win at the pay-per-view. What did Paige do on Raw? Fucking nothing. She watched the monitor. Yeah, she watched the monitor. Oh. Was she wearing the same leather jacket she wears every week? She might Probably. Do you think she ever gets that laundered or dry-cleaned? Um, God, I hope so. No, the Paige is probably going to retain. Every week. Paige is going to retain. Alicia Fox is going to freak out, and she's going to be like, I don't lose. I don't lose. And uh, she's probably going to quit again. 
I don't know. Did she actually quit one I time? Think she, I think she did. Like, the first time she did that mini freakout, she quit on uh, the WWE app or something uh-huh. like that. So they might be doing it for pay-per-view. Who knows? Her contract's probably up and she's leaving. Let's do something with the girl when she's leaving. Yeah. I mean, fuck, they did it with... Didn't they do this with Kelly Kelly? They certainly did it with Eve. Jesus Christ, Pedro got fat. Listen, Chop Chop, you're the fucking host. Okay, what other matches are on this show? Nothing. Okay, then. Let's go on to topic number five, then. And topic number five is a question that we teased. Fucking Skype calls an hour and ten minutes long. (laughs) <laughs> it's a question that we teased a few weeks ago, and we're finally going to pay it off. Where will Bray Wyatt be in six months? Jenny Craig. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Uh, we're going to have a poll in the th- in a thread somewhere, but we're also going to talk about it here on the show, and we'll revisit in six months and see how right we were. I think Bray Wyatt is uh, – I don't know. A month ago, I what would have. What the fuck is this? <laughs> okay, a month ago, I would have what said. What kind of host are you? <laughs> a bad one. A month ago, I would have said Bray Wyatt. God, we should have waited for CC. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go on. A month ago, I would have said that Bray Wyatt would be seen as a credible world champion who may not have the belt. Now, I got no idea. I think I'm very confident that the Wyatt family will not be a thing. And that if it is, it will not include its present members. He'll and he will. Uh, hmm. Will he? He will be. He will definitely be worse off. I think there's a very good chance he is literally a comedy geek. I don't think he'll be a comedy geek. I. I think. I'm trying to think if he'll be faced by that point. Hmm. There's a lot more questions than just where will he be on the card for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I because I I feel like at that at that point they will have given up on the Wyatt family gimmick. But I don't know if he's going to change his character much. I don't really see how you can. I mean, what do you do after Cena? Uh, I think he's gonna face Brian at some point, but. <laughs> I th- well, I think that was you know part of the reason why he beat him was you know elevate him up the card, and now that they have that win in the past, it would make sense to go back to it and do a title match. I sp- it would, yeah. So that's but at the same time. I think just- Bray, like if they were going to do that, I think that Brian's injury. If especially if it pushes back another goddamn Kane match, and they do the fucking match at Money in the Bank. Oh god! If they m- do another Kane match, then just fucking kill me. Then uh, I I think that might uh, might change some plans a little bit because I felt like they were gonna do Bray Bryan this summer, but they might not have time. Because they might do that fucking buried alive match. Well, here's the problem with do. You can't do Bray and Brian like immediately after payback because Bray's going to lose at payback, and it makes no fucking sense to lose to John Cena and then go into the title picture. They had Ryback lose to Mark Henry at WrestleMania and then face John Cena for the belt at the next pay-per-view. 
Yeah, but he and this was first. a streak of Ryback losing like no, six papers in a row. I'm serious. He turned, and that matters. That changes the dynamic in a way that you can't do with Bray Wyatt. And then Ryback continued to lose. <laughs> well, long yeah, Ryback time. continued to lose, and he turned into a geek. But at least he had the turn. And Bray Wyatt won't have the turn. He will just have, you just looked like a geek fighting John Cena for three months, and we're supposed to expect you to take, expect to take you seriously facing J- Daniel Bryan for the belt. That's not going to happen. So I don't think they're going to do it like for Money in the Bank and Battleground. Well, Money in the Bank is probably going to be Bryan versus Kane, no. so it could happen at Battleground. But if it happens at Battleground, it's a one-off thing because I don't think there's any chance in hell that the main event of SummerSlam is Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. I don't think they would do that for the second biggest show of the year. A show where they're going to be trying to get people to either renew or sign up fresh for the network. I think they're going to book a bigger match than that. SummerSlam is during the first six months of network subscriptions. But it's it's like right at the end. Because it opened in the middle of February, and SummerSlam is the middle of August. Yes. So it's very close to the end for that first wave. So for SummerSlam and the September pay-per-view, I think WWE is going to want to put bigger stars in a bigger position. Well, they don't have. Ow. I they don't have that many stars who are bigger than Bray at this point who they could put in that title picture. They got John Cena because I mean, if if they don't change things, one of the matches they could do for SummerSlam is Triple H Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. which would be kind of a big deal. Yeah. And I mean, it depends what they want to do for Cena. They could do Cena versus uh, Brian. You know what? Yeah, they could do Cena versus Brian, and let me just throw this out. I don't even know if I like it, but if you want to turn Bray face, what about Brock Lesnar? Uh, I don't know, I, 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 but Brock I don't know. My feeling was that Bray would be one of the smaller challengers anyway. On a, on Wait, a little fuck! Show. Brock might be going for the title at SummerSlam. That would be so dumb. Well, he does give him championship. Giving the streak to Brock was dumb. They did it. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. What was dumb about it? Undertaker is old, broken down, and can't go anymore. Okay. Who who should have taken the streak? Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I agree. Shawn Michaels should have taken the streak. Literally, would have rather nobody than Brock Lesnar. Uh, then every week we wouldn't hear Paul Heyman saying, my client, Brock Lesnar. And <laughs> okay. that would have made the last eight weeks of my life less enjoyable. You have a point. Hi, kitty cat. I'm still Hi. just mad that the match Ow! But... He keeps putting his claw on my penis. <laughs> he keeps digging in through my clothes. Ow! And he keeps his claw. Ow! Oh, legs crossed. Oh, good lord. Thankfully, my cat is asleep on my bed. He's such a bad guy. Bray Wyatt will be interacting with Bo Dallas in six months. That is my official prediction. Oh, God. He will be less lesser on the card, and he will be interacting with Bo Dallas. He won't have the Wyatt family with him, but he will still be the same character. 
and uh, he and Bo will be interacting, whether they are feuding. I don't. I was going to so. say, does kicking the ass of regularly count as interacting? No, I think because I, I could totally see Bray Wyatt just destroy both. They're going to be tag team that hates each other. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh God, I'm a genius. This is going to happen. You're fucking brilliant. You could write this shit. Unfortunately, hey, it's it, it could be a fun interaction. Why? Because Bo's fucking annoying, and he may be too annoying for Bray. <laughs> I guess. Fuck this and the wrestling Pokemon crossover. I'm just like goddamn fire. Wait, the what? Anybody who's seen my Twitter feed knows what I'm talking about. Okay, MRT. Where is Bray Wyatt going to be in six months? Um, like I said, it's hard to hard to tell because it kind of depends when he gets the title shot. If he gets the title shot, I think they're going to give him one at some point. So I, mean, I I think he'll be kind of near the top of the card. I think he'll be uh, in the same basic place he is now. Like uh, uh yeah, like kind of like a kind of like on the verge of the main event. Like he he won't be a top star, but I don't think he'll feel like a guy. Do, okay, will, will Luke Gallows? Excuse me, Luke Gallows. <laughs> Can uh, Luke Gallows replace Eric Rowan in the Will Luke family? Luke Harper and Eric Rowan still be in the family, though. Luke Harper will – neither of them will be in the family. Luke Harper will be – a. Luke Harper will be on TV. Eric Rowan won't. I have no idea what Luke Harper can do as a single, though. Suicide dives. <laughs> Eric Rowan will be WWE world champion. Kill me. They'll Top. break the belts in half, half just to give him one of the titles. We, Actually, they'll break both titles in half, and he'll get one half of each title. <laughs> Topic number six is a question from Desumata. Six! Oh, What's Christ. their avatar? <laughs> Desumata's avatar is a glitched out looking Kurt Angle picture. Desumina also asks, is there anyone on the roster that WWE could present as a legitimate physical threat to Brock Lesnar? The Undertaker! Uh, yeah, that didn't work out. Me. Um, Me. Daniel Bryan. What about Kane? Daniel Bryan is a legitimate physical threat to <laughs> As a face? A legitimate Legit- physical, physical threat. threat. Can make He's a not just saying, out. who can they put in a match with him? He's saying, who can they present as a legitimate physical threat? Uh, John Cena. I would say... The Cesaro. Kane. But yes, Cesaro is uh, the, the real answer. And I think Cesaro might be uh, part of the plan for later on. Mm, Cesaro versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. There you go. Uh, they could push Big E. And there you mm. go, Big E. I don't. I think Big E would. Uh, I think he'd look small compared to Brock. He is small. Com- well, he's short compared to Brock. Exactly. And uh, but he's thicker. I don't know if he's thicker. Yes, he is. And Brock. Yeah. Brock is really fucking thick. Big E is really fucking thick. I'm. I'm not saying he's not. It just. I don't know. 
Maybe I'm not is. saying he's massively thicker than Lesnar, but I think he's thicker than Lesnar. Okay. Um, I mean, if they, I suppose if they keep having him squashing guys, they could present Rusev as a threat to him, but that would be a joke. <laughs> Isn't Rusev even smaller than Biggie? Yeah, but <laughs> again, thick, quick. You really like it thick, don't you? You don't. You don't really care about length. You're just really into girth. Okay, we're moving on. What the fuck did I just come back to? Topic number seven is a question from I before E. What's his avatar? I don't know, but I have a URL, so let me look at it. Hold on. You gotta copy it. <laughs> Apparently Hulkamat doesn't even get to talk. Well, then again, he, he did abandon us. So. I did. I, I, I just I got a uh, letter, and I opened it up, and I'm now and I got pretty angry, so I muted. I before E's avatar is an image of Macklemore. I don't know why. I before E asks, how does Blank become an LP superstar? Mark Macklemore? No. The rapper, the musician, the famous person, Macklemore. Oh, so this is your plan, to ask stupid questions. <laughs> what was the question? No. How does Blank become an LP superstar? Who? Blankus um, Maximus? Blank Gambit. Who's that? He's a poster. He asks us questions every now and then. What's his avatar? I don't know. Uh, Maybe you should... <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh, they can become an LP superstar by Let's Playing Pokemon. Someone's hey, already doing that. Two people. Oh, that's right. Red Chocobo's thing is still going. His name is Chirokajo. Whatever. Pokemon is really popular, so I think if he were to uh, let's play that, I think he would become really popular. He should speedrun it. Well, there you go. Or, or maybe the Ouya. The Ouya is the the new hot thing too. He he could uh, be an Ouya let's player. Oh lord. Then he should probably get on Twitter, and um, he is on Twitter. And he should join hashtag Team Followback. And once Obviously. he joins hashtag Team Followback, he will be an LP superstar. While let's playing the Ouya and Pokemon, and I hear the Ouya has lots of emulators, so he could emulate Pokemon on his Ouya, and he could be let's playing the Ouya and Pokemon at the same time. Okay. The Ouya made almost ten million dollars on Kickstarter. If he can make even half of that, he'll be doing great. That's very true. I was going to say he could just play Minecraft and do it all on YouTube, but your plan works too. No one cares about Minecraft. It's not on the Ouya. <laughs> not yet. Topic number eight is a question from... Topic Duol- number eight. Will Brian McCann get his average over 250 in the next month? Not probably. in the next month. What is it now? 218. Yeah, probably. Less. Brian McCann is good. In the next month? It's... You know, he's a third of the way through the season. If he, I think he'll be over 250 by the end of June. Well, it just went down. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he'd, he, he'd have to have a good June, but he's Brian McCann. He's good. Okay. So, yeah. Topic number eight. Topic number eight. Will the Red Sox be over 500 by the end of the next month? No. God. Hey, will if Steven Drew gets back? All, your fucking, no. <laughs> all of your fucking updates on the sporting nerd are like, so hard to read. It's like, dude, have some faith in your team. 
The Red Sox are bad. It's like, brother. They're eight games under 500. Just because you're down by five runs doesn't mean you cannot come I love it. You had a game where you were up by five runs. You blew it. Then you had a game where you were – excuse me. You blew it, and then you got mad that somebody stole a base. Yeah. You had – You had another game where you were down by five runs. Wait. I'm mixing it up. But anyway, the next game, you won by five runs or something like that. The Red Sox are seven games under 500 right now. If they stay that way entering June, they'd obviously have to be seven games over 500 in June to to be 500 at the end of June, right? Mm -hmm. Where does Cowboy Bob's Hepsi want to Yeah. Last year, they only had one month where they were seven games over 500. Anyway, Duop Duodenum asks us. That's racist. Is Lana the next Ricardo Rodriguez? Yes. Um, How so? Yeah. A one-trick pony who gets kind of popular for their one trick, and then they got nothing left after it's done. I don't think so. I think Lana had, if you'll pardon the expression, I think Lana has a little more legs than Ricardo Rodriguez. Which one of these two have been in a porno? The answer may surprise you. (laughs) The answer may disappoint you. (laughs) Well, if the answer is going to disappoint me, I guess the answer is Lana. (laughs) I've seen lots of attractive leggy blondes naked. I've never seen a Ricardo Rodriguez naked. (laughs) Here's the thing that I, I legitimately think Lana may have more staying power than Ricardo. She's, you know, she's a foreign shrill voiced heel who she's not shrill voiced. A little bit. Voice is very deep and dominant. She's a foreign heel chick. She's not even foreign. She's from South Carolina. Yeah, have you heard her real accent? It's amazing. No, it I completely haven't. throws you off because it's like, <laughs> oh my god, she is not foreign. <laughs> oh, she. Not so foreign? there you go. Gimmick change. Ricardo <laughs> Rodriguez can't do that. Anyway, Lana is not the next Ricardo Rodriguez because they don't have a Russian announced team to throw her on. I like Lana. I like Lana as well. Lana's going to be the next Ricardo Rodriguez. Nah, she'll be around longer than that. She introduces... They will make her wrestle at some she point. She introduces her wrestler, therefore she's an announcer, therefore, just like Ricardo. No, she isn't. Listen, fuck off. Okay. <laughs> Topic number nine. Oh boy, this is a doozy. We may want to save this for another show, but I'll ask it now. Topic number nine is a question from Nine Nunb. What's his avatar? His avatar, he changes it frequently, but when he asked this question, his avatar was Daniel Bryan posing like a Pokemon trainer. Huh. Done Which in one? the... Hey, that's it still. I no, saw just, it. he looks like a Pokemon trainer in the grayscale 8-bit Game Boy style. Oh. What, do you, what do you think he would name his Pokemon trainer at the beginning of the game if uh, he were playing it? Listen, I've been all over about this on... Twitter recently? Daniel? Really? You've been all over about what he would name his Pokemon? No, 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 no. I've been all over. Uh, I, I mentioned Pokemon Wrestling. Come on, brother. Daniel Bryan would pick the girl and name her Bree. Okay. Okay. Nine Nunb asks, what is the worst Kane angle ever? Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Almost, fucking Rey Mysterio. Come on, dude. Really? <laughs> Did you not listen to the Kane cast? That Kane cast happened before 
The Demon Cane. So? The Demon Cane is the worst thing. I I think the Demon Cane might be worse than anything Cane has ever done. No, it's not. Uh, We can't have... Listen... We can't have Kane walking around with burlap sacks, because what if our kids walk around with burlap sacks? So? Is he alive or dead, Rey Mysterio? Daniel Bryan versus Kane at Extreme Rules was better, was like three times better than any of the Dan- of the uh, Kane versus Rey Mysterio matches. I'm much more offended when Rey Mysterio faces Kane than when Daniel Bryan faces Kane. Because Rey Mysterio ain't some vanilla midget. Yeah. <laughs> Rey Mysterio's a fucking star. I gotta say, Kane and Rey Mysterio had a very enjoyable match once. But Name it one. probably doesn't count. It was Money in the Bank 2010. I disagree. That match was okay. It was a nothing match. It was just a choke slam, But it was fun. But uh, the Demon Kane is god-awful. The only thing worse about this version... The cat! This cat is now trying to pull off my headset. Crap! I don't like this cat. He's so cute. Hi! Hi, kitty. Meow. Um, the only thing worse about the Demon Kane than the kane Rey Mysterio feud is Kane's god-awful gear. I mean, that gear is so bad. Kane's a worse so, wrestler now. Uh, I disagree. And I it's think, higher on the card. Doesn't it get points for being higher on the card? But no, because the match was better. The angles are worse? I disagree. I think the angles are worse in the Kane-Rey Mysterio feud than they are in this. Was Rey Mysterio fleeing for his life from Kane, and he got into a car, and Kane jumped on the car and awkwardly pawed at Rey Mysterio, and then Rey Mysterio sped away, and Kane fell to the ground, and Rey Mysterio got out of the car like a fucking idiot, and then Kane sat up, and then Rey Mysterio ran for his life again? That would be better than the Kane-Rey Mysterio feud. The Kane-Rey Mysterio feud consisted of Kane destroying Rey Mysterio and saying creepy things. That's not all it consisted of. Then refresh my memory. What else did it consist of? Well, am I wrong or did he... I'm not wrong. He accused Mysterio of putting The Undertaker in a coma. Yeah. And which it then turned out that Kane <laughs> had, had done. Put, yes. The, thus tying Rey Mysterio into the equally awful Kane versus the Undertaker feud that followed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you're counting that. No, that I'm just saying that it ties in and man. that kind of acts as a multiplier. Kane Undertaker, the last Kane Undertaker feud might be as bad as the Kane Daniel Bryan feud. Oh, wait a minute. No, that, that was the feud the next year. I'm confusing the they two They feuded feuds. like three times, dude. God, those feuds are so horrible. They a thousand times. That's we're probably they lumping all it all sucked. together. Okay, which one Which one did he uh, did he kidnap Ray in? I'm, that, that's the one with the burlap sack, right? I see Alive or Dead. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't the Undertaker feud, though. Okay, then then that's the one I'm thinking of with the, uh, with the, the kidnapping and the burlap sack. I'm sorry. God, they were a year apart. This is why that fucking 2008 feud was so bad, because they brought it back the next year. 
Oh, God. Does this mean that next year we're going to get a terrible Kane-Daniel Bryan feud that leads into a god-awful Kane and Undertaker feud? Dude, next year Kane will be a face. Yes, he will. Kane will probably be a face in two months. And Bryan will be a heel. Man, Kane's gear wasn't much Ryan will still be that. recovering from neck surgery. Listen, he's fine. Topic number 10 is a topic that... Yeah, so we were, we're, we've agreed that Rey Mysterio is the worst. <laughs> I have been talked into agreeing that Rey Mysterio is probably at least as bad as the current Daniel Bryan feud, but god damn it, it's close. Daniel Bryan feud sucks so much. Move on. Yeah, at least the match was good. Kinda. Topic number 10 is a question that Hulkamat wanted to ask, and I will let Hulkamat ask it after I just lay it out there. Is the WWE roster too small? Yes. 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 That was interesting. Turn it up! And not only is it too small, but it made me. Th- it, it basically made me think of ha- what type of roster they should have. And uh, what I started thinking about was the brand split and mm-hmm. how, with the amount of programming they produce, it's absolutely too small. They and I started thinking, how do we? How do we make this last? Oh. A brand split would be kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. Then I was thinking about they would they would need a much bigger roster, and they can't do this. If they do this now, SmackDown would like be killed in like ratings, attendance, everything. Raw might be hurting also, and in this year where they're losing all this money, they probably don't want to lose anymore. So they oh would- no, financially they can't do it anymore. Yeah, um, I said I was going to write something down. I never did because I went to sleep instead. And uh, <laughs> so I'm. Uh, you sleep a lot. I do sleep a lot. I, I take. I normally take like two hour naps when I get home. And uh, you know who takes uh, a lot of naps? Garfield. Uh, kinda, because this cat is also orange. He loves his naps. He also loves clawing at my crotch. <laughs> but yeah, a uh, a brand split would um, not so much now. Like, if they wanted to do it now, they'd pretty much have to, like, buy ROH or something like that. It's just – it worked when they did it years ago because they had a lot of the WCW roster – god damn it. Hold on. No, it – I'll pick it up while while Hulk Matt's away. It worked when they did it, and part of the reason I've – always advocated for it is that they had a lot of guys under contract and they had enough to where they could have two good rosters if they took the time to build some guys and i still believe that without the brand split we would not have gotten the sustained title and ultimately superstar pushes for guys like edge and guys like john cena and I think now you're seeing the same thing. A guy like a guy like Cesaro, for example, if this was 2004 or 2002 and Cesaro was on SmackDown, Cesaro would have a pretty clear path to becoming a top guy. 
But because there's only one roster, and because there's only one title, because there's only so many main event spots, a guy like Cesaro, rather than being the second or third guy from the top on a roster, is... I don't want to say buried because buried has a bad connotation, but he's blocked by your John Cena's, your Bray Wyatt's, your Triple H's, your all of Evolution, all of the Shield, Daniel Bryan, the fucking Demon Kane is better off than Cesaro right now. How do you know that? He's higher on the card and wins things and beats people up. They, yeah, but they've been slowly pushing him this spring. They put him with Paul Heyman. They're probably giving him the U.S. title on The last two guys they put with Paul Heyman didn't do shit. Yeah, but they want to do something with him. And? Just because they might not. If they had two rosters and he was on SmackDown winning a title that no one saw because no one watches SmackDown and there were no stars on SmackDown, he would probably be just as badly off. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When I bring up, when I bring up the brand split... It's mostly – the reason I brought it up is because what I was thinking of was how WWE programming right now with this one roster and this this one small roster on both shows, they do this same – it's very rare that we get something fresh. And when we do get something fresh, they run it into the ground very quickly because mm-hmm. they have all this programming where they need to promote – and all, and they have, to, and they generally will book the same matches over and over again. Like, and I think part of the with problem with guys like, like just to throw something out there because it was the most recent thing that came up. Uh, Sheamus and Del Rio had a match on Raw again, and it's like, if you want to elevate either of these guys or both of them, who the, nobody ever. By the time they get up there, nobody's ever going to want to see that match again. There's a whole lot of that, just a whole lot of matches where it's like nobody wants to see that again. Yeah. So, and part of it too is they have. I'm just going to throw numbers out here. I haven't put much thought in this, but they have like 75 people under contract. They have like 50 see, active, and we like, see 30 of them every week, four times a week. So four times. Raw, SmackDown, main event, and superstars and whatever. We, is superstar still a thing on the network? Yeah. Oh God! I, and the pay per views. Uh, but three or four times a week, we see the same 30 guys, even when they have 75 under contract. And at least if there were two different rosters, even with these 75 guys, you'd probably see 45 or 50 of them. Uh, basically, I just start because I was always a person who was like, just end the fucking brand split. I used to be at least because they weren't doing it correctly. They were having they had their little brand split, but. Nobody was on their exclusive shows. They had people jumping left, right, and it was like just, that's it, just fucking it. But now, as I as I sit here and there's no brand split for the last several years, it's like, well, not well. Te- technically, I think it. You could say it officially ended when Raw Super Show started, or when they finally unified the titles. Even then, that's uh, it, it ended when. The SmackDown guys, when they when they just said all of the SmackDown guys are going to be on Raw now, yeah. But uh, and the problem is, and that was when SmackDown became a show that you can just skip. Yeah, and it has been for three years now. I've I, I kind of lost my train of thought there, but uh, when you if you have like 
two separate rosters on their exclusive shows with their exclusive storylines, and you can rotate some people every year, and you keep it like that. I think it. I think it keeps the product a lot fresher. That's but it. They're now in a position where their roster is small. They have everybody on every show. Well, not everybody. Like Cena. Cena's not like never on SmackDown, but they have like the mid. Cena's every- on SmackDown. Not never. Like occasionally. One or, yeah. But it's just like it feels like they're kind of fucked in the position they are now if they ever wanted to do that again. They couldn't. And they could, I don't think they could. I will say – I was not the, kidding when I said they would have to buy ROH. I will say with the network now, they wouldn't have to worry about buy rates, but they'd really still have to worry about ratings and uh, attendance. They, they still – kind of have to worry about pirates but your know, pay-per-views here's the thing i wouldn't do brand exclusive I, I absolutely would i like i know that that i know that that sounds like even in the early days of the brand split when for the for the rest of the stuff the brand split was a good idea the brand exclusive pay-per-views suck uh, you know what i i know in in theory it sounds good though in theory having your own storylines on your own show and having a pay-per-view to build like for those exclusive st- it, it just sounds better sounds a lot better i i assume you would still do cr- some cross-band pay-per-views like maybe the royal rumble wrestlemania SummerSlam, and a fourth one. Oh yeah it's just i wouldn't have two champions I would have. Oh, we are two. we are fucked up on everything cuz I, <laughs> I would have two world champions and Everyone's on the same pay per view, so so you'd have you'd have brand exclusive pay per views and an undisputed champion. Uh yes, I think that uh, having champion like I think you can build to uh, maybe maybe not. I like an undisputed champion a lot more than I like brand exclusive pay per views. I, I I don't know. I'd have to give it more thought, but I always liked the idea of a champion. Uh, there being one champion as opposed to two. I, I just like the idea of one champion and the idea that a champion could do something for one brand and defend his title against someone there, and then he goes to the other one. But then again, that kind of kills long-term feuds. So, I don't know. Anyway, we, we really went off the rails. It's just like, like but... uh. Well, it's the main just, the main question was answered in three seconds because yeah. the answer is yes. Even even without a brand split, just for having fifteen thousand hours of programming every week, WWE's roster and the way they utilize that roster are both way too small. Which is crazy because when you think about it, the whole discussion with should they end the brand split was if they end the brand split, they're gonna have to release everybody. And now we're here, and it's like no. They need more people than ever. The thing I always said and the thing I've continued to say, and for the most part, I think the way it's borne out is without a brand split, they won't create new big stars. And they haven't. They weren't doing that for the last few years of the brand split. That's true, actually. No, they weren't because for the last few years of the brand split, the brand split was terrible. Not even that. It's just they they refused to make new stars. They were really bad at it. They they were coasting on certain guys. They were coasting on guys like Edge and Cena and Batista and a whole bunch of other guys. Guys who had become stars 
in part thanks to the brand split. I mean, like, uh, I don't think Cena became a star in part thanks to the brand split. He, I think, if there wasn't a brand split, Cena wouldn't have gotten TV time in two thousand two. Well, that may have been better for him because in two thousand two, it almost got him fired. Yeah, but it eventually gave him the character that that gave him that led to him becoming a big star. Yeah, but he may have also had more time to find that character before they almost fired him. Yeah. In the end, I don't think. They do any better of a job creating stars with a brand split than without a brand split. And without a brand split, at least the new people are up on Raw on a show people watch and care about rather than most of them going to SmackDown until they get hot and then being brought to Raw. But at that at that point, things just go off the rails and they weren't ugh, just a mess. I prefer one show and I'd rather they just start writing to a larger roster so that you know what you don't even have to have a larger roster to push everybody i just want a larger roster so that the fucking jobber matches and the mid the mid card filler isn't repeated every goddamn week yeah absolutely that's a really that's a huge problem just again Seamus del rio Sin Cara versus Bo Dallas and all of the other matches that happen on SmackDown and then happen again on Raw. Yes. Or, oh God, what, what was it this week that got repeated? It, it was, uh, who did RVD face this week? Del Rio. I think. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Is it, they just, they, they find something and they freaking latch onto it. And they just do it over and over. And if you just had a bigger roster... At least I wouldn't have to see all of these repeats. I, don't, I, I could deal with like the slow star creation, and they have at least been trying to create some stars, even if they've been kind of failing at it. I could just deal with that as long as I didn't have to see the same fucking matches every week. Because that just makes me realize that I'm watching this show that never changes. If I see some things that are kind of new, then it feels less like this show never changes. Just, uh, I'm kind of thinking of like uh, I'm starting to think of Ring of Honor now and how uh, in they need 2000, a no no 2006 2007 how they kept bringing in new talent and uh, everything just felt fresh on every show for a very long time but then again they didn't have a weekly show so but there was always fresh talent we just, I just we just, I just want fresher talent on the shows. I want fresher talent. I want new matches and I want when you get a new match, not to run it into the fucking ground. Oh, but people will pay to see Randy Orton versus the big show for the 15th time. I'll pay for it. Where is the big show? Wasn't Randy Orton versus the big show. Like I, I seem to remember there was a match with with Randy Orton where it was like, wow, this match has never been done. It was the big show. They did and it once, they did, and then they did it like immediately over and over again. And it was like, well, there's that fresh match just out the fucking window. Yeah, it was Big Show. They did it on a Raw out of nowhere, and then they went to it for part of the god awful Authority feud. No, 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 not no, not Authority. This was way before. This is, I'm talking like, I think it was like 2009, oh. where uh, just a match that hadn't been done on TV, and then they did it. It probably was... No, no. Wait, let's see. Yep. You're not talking about Jericho and The Undertaker, are you? No, because they did that They did that twice, I think. And then they stopped. 
I think. Maybe. Here Speaking of stopping, we should stop. We really should. I don't like the show at all. <laughs> um. <laughs> this has been a good show. This is what happens when you ruin my day to record a show. Um, do your sign off. Do your sign off. We Just will apply be- a, si- uh, a silence filter and, you know, we'll be good. We will be back next week with wrestling and more bitching. Will we still? Will we all be in bad moods next week? Do you I'm think? in a great mood. I'm, I'm not just kidding about a being ruined. My oh god, I, I had a great time. What a fuck! All right, then you want to do it next week? Damn, I I, I want to do it every week. You're, you're the people who quit the podcast every. week. And I have to post in the thread how the podcast is dead forever to get one of you to get off your ass and record a podcast. Let's make this a thing. Wednesdays at 7 or 7.30. No. Record the... What? <laughs> okay, Wednesdays. By the shores of old Lake Michigan, where the hawk wind blows so cold, an old Cub fan lay dying in his midnight hour the toll. All around his bed, his friends had gathered. They knew his time was short. And up on his head, they put a bright blue cap from his all-time favorite sport. And he said, it's late. It's getting dark in here. And I know it's time to go. But before I leave the lineup, just one thing I'd like to know Do they still play the blues in Chicago When baseball season rolls around When the snow melts away Do the Cubbies still play In their ivy-covered burial ground When I was a boy they were my pride and joy But now they only bring fatigue to the home of the brave, the land of the free, and the doormat of the National League. He told his friends, you know the law of averages says that anything will happen that can. But the last time the Cubs won a National League pennant was the year we dropped the bomb on Japan. The Cubs made me a criminal.